USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. Former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn is appearing in a D.C. federal appeals court shortly to revisit his case as they'll consider dismissing charges against him after he admitted to lying to the FBI in 2017 about his connection to the Russian U.S. ambassador. The Justice Department wanted to drop charges after Flynn tried to change his plea, but the judge denied their motion. Meanwhile, President Trump is calling his former NSA John Bolton one of the dumbest people he's ever met. The president joking in a tweet this morning he trusts Russian President Vladimir Putin more than he does John Bolton. The longtime Republican hawk on foreign policy issues wrote a book that's highly critical of President Trump. Trump also targeted tweets at former FBI Director James Comey, who he called a sleazebag. This is USA Radio News. When thinking about life insurance, my accident reinforced you never know what tomorrow might bring. That's why I reached out to AccuQuote. AccuQuote helps people find a life insurance policy that meets their needs. Since 1986, they've helped millions of folks save up to 60% on their life insurance by comparing the rates and features of dozens of top-rated life insurance products. A healthy 50-year-old non-smoker can buy a half a million dollars of 10-year level term for less than 45 bucks a month. A 60-year-old under 120 bucks a month. Longer or permanent terms are available. Even if you already own life insurance, you really need to check out my friends at AccuQuote. Don't worry about health issues. Remember, they help me. As a pastor, I'm concerned about your soul and helping you to make sure your family is taken care of. Life insurance is more affordable now than ever, so don't make them wish you'd made that call. 877-437-4781. Call now, 877-437-4781. 877-437-4781. Policy points and availability vary by state. A huge windstorm called a derecho blasted across the Midwest yesterday, knocking out power and leaving behind a trail of damage. It blew up in eastern Nebraska, spreading all the way to Ohio. Much is made of gun violence in cities like Chicago. Well, there's a lot of it going on in the nation's capital as well. Here's USA Radio's John Hunt with the latest. Gun violence continues to rise in the District of Columbia. So far, over 580 people have been shot in the city this year a rise of over 55%. Police are currently looking for at least four shooters that opened fire into a crowd of hundreds of people, killing one and injuring 22 others. 17-year-old Christopher Brown was killed and an off-duty police officer was shot in the neck and remains in serious condition. At least 100 rounds were fired by what police believe to be at least four shooters on the scene. You can find us online anytime at usaradio.com. At the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org. President Trump now wants to delay the G7 Economic Summit until after November's election. It was supposed to be in September after it was originally scheduled for June. Trump is this year's host, and he told reporters yesterday that he hasn't formally invited leaders, but said he would invite Russian President Vladimir Putin because he is, quote, an important factor. 
A new study shows a strong connection between cannabis use in pregnant women and autism in their babies, as we hear from USA Radio's John Hunt. The risk of autism may be greater in babies born to women who use marijuana during pregnancy, according to a new study published in Nature Medicine. In an analysis of data from more than 500,000 Canadian mothers and their children, researchers found a 50% increase in autism spectrum disorder in kids whose mother used cannabis while pregnant. While it's known that substance use in pregnant women can affect a fetus's neurodevelopment, the question of whether cannabis use is a risk factor in autism has not been thoroughly investigated until now, according to Johns Hopkins University. The children were followed for an average of seven years during which seven 7,125 children were diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. And actor Antonio Banderas yesterday on his 60th birthday announced on Instagram that he has coronavirus. Find us online at usaradio.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 It's Rick Tittle. then Ace Ventura. Thank you for that. Welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports. I almost sounded like that, uh, the promo. On the next Big Bang Theory, Sheldon goes to the prom with a Klingon. Well, I don't know why I did that voice, but uh, we are here for you. This is what it's all about, man. Man. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, rollerball, chess, checkers, rugby, cricket. We're here for you. This is why we started this network, was to just talk sports. Yeah, that's right. I said to just talk sports. And uh, we're here for you, whatever you want to do. Come on in at 1-800-878-PLAY. Again, 1-800-878-7529. That's what gets you in, and that's what gets you heard, baby. And uh, don't call me. I'll call you baby girl, because you are my baby girl. Girl, girl. Uh, Also, we have some uh, guests today. 
Joe Romero. He's been in studio with us. He is Mr. Shark Week. He's a underwater cinematographer. And uh, he'll talk about Shark Week coming up in just a matter of minutes. Tuesdays, as you know or not, but on Tuesdays in the first hour, we do a segment with SalesportTalk.com's Karen Lyle. Karen will be here with our guest today, Sean O'Halloran, who is an accomplished sailor. We also will have comedian Judy Gold. <clears throat> That's gold, Jerry. Gold. All right, Banya. Order more than soup. Judy Gold will be with us in the second hour. I'll talk about her new book. She's a comedian. Rick Marshall from the Gold Sheet in Vegas. He joins us in the second hour as well as he does on Tuesdays now. Talks hockey. Jim Hawk, whose dad John played for the Rams in the 50s, he's got a new book about how innovative those Rams were. Uh, and then some open lines as well. 1-800-878-PLAY. Big shout out to the troops listening both home and abroad on American Forces Radio Network. And we're on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, and the Stitcher app. And the Twitter is at Rick Tittle. We got three hours. Come on back. What's in store this week at your local Staples? Big deals that are kind of a big deal. That is, if you consider saving over 30 bucks a big deal. Yeah, I'd say that's a big deal. Well, right now at Staples, a case of True Red Color printer paper is only $28.99. You save $31. That's a crazy big deal. See? I told you. All your office essentials at small prices every day, which is huge if you think about it. Staples, where there's a whole lot more in store. In store only ends 12520. Valid on SKU 51309. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man-age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man-age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Hey, Mike, how's the house coming along? <sighs> needs a ton of work. The pipes are leaking. Needs a new roof. The AC just broke. I just don't have time to do it all myself. 
You know anyone? Oh, just ask HomeAdvisor. They match you with the best local pros for any home project. Cool. Yeah, you can read reviews and book appointments online. What's it cost? Actually, HomeAdvisor is always free to use. Nice. I'll check it out. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app. HomeAdvisor. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Oh, thank you so much, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle coming to you from my his house, as we say in Oakland, but around the world on American Forces Radio Network. And uh, tune in app, iHeartRadio app, uh, Stitcher app, you know the rest, online, all the websites. Uh, you also know Discovery Channel. They are the network we have a great relationship with over the years. And uh, they're um, not the raison d'etre, but the biggest week of the year is always Shark Week. And we are now in it. It began on Sunday. It's going to run through the end of this Sunday and uh, over 20 hours of shark uh, programming. And uh, our guest on the uh, line right now is Joe Romero. He's been on the show before. He's been in the studio. He drew a shark on the wall. (laughs) He has three shows this year. Will Smith, Off the Deep End, another show called Wicked Sharks, and Alien Sharks, First Contact. And uh, by the way, Joe is a underwater cinematographer. Joe, welcome back to the uh, program. I can only imagine having one show would cause a lot of, uh, I don't want to say stress and anxiety, let's just say excitement. What's it like when you got three shows coming out? <laughs> well, thanks for having me. And uh, it's not that much. I mean, like, really, it was a lot of work, like, getting everything ready throughout the year. I, I, I got to, like, you know, Hats off to everybody at Discovery, but I mean, with a tough year, they were able to pull off some amazing stuff. So it's like they weren't also just, they weren't like really, I thought they would have a lot more hard time, but my colleagues proved me wrong. <laughs> they were, uh, they've actually like thrived in it and done pretty well. Okay, so let's talk about Will Smith off the deep end. Are we talking men in black Will Smith? Are we talking relief pitcher Will Smith? Or is this a scientist we never heard of? <laughs> no, it's Will Smith, Will Smith. You could have pressure on bringing that guy shark diving. It's like, if you don't bring him home, you can't even come home yourself. You know, <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're bringing a national <clears throat> treasure into the water. You know, it's like, uh, easy. So, he was, a, he was an amazing character, though. He really had a great spirit, wanted to understand things that he didn't understand, and, and like, grow closer to him through that, and I, I don't know. Everybody I ever meet always says how inspirational that guy is and how much they like change his life and everything. And really, I got to tell you, he, he is that way. And like, I was impressed as someone that I couldn't be in the shoes of Mike Tyson or Will Smith or anything like that and just be brought into their world and be like, yeah, you can star in a major action Hollywood film and you can, you know, fight some of the heavy, <laughs> biggest heavyweights in the world. It's like, these are, um, these are exceptional people that follow direction really well. So put in those situations, I'm always really surprised at how well they is, do. But the struggle to get to that point is, you know, the story. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
No doubt. And by the way, that Will Smith episode is airing tonight at nine o'clock. And of course, that's both Eastern and Pacific. Then you have um, a show that sounds like it's from Boston called Wicked Shocks. And that's because Wicked Sharks <laughs> is because it is on Cape Cod, right? Yeah. Yes, because we just it fell into that thing. And I, I honestly, I love that show. Anything to do with home always seems to be a little closer to me. And that one was with Greg Skolmol and Megan Winston in, uh, in Massachusetts. And they're both two incredible scientists. And they have an amazing great white population there. And this year's a, a, an except, like, it's been an exceptional time to study them. It's one of the most natural you know, populations there are. What would you say, and by the way, if you want to tune into Wicked Shocks, that's coming on um, Saturday. Um, what would you say is just, you know, the biggest misnomer about sharks? Because we always hear they have to swim constantly or they die. They're the ultimate predator. Do they have any other characters outside of just those simplistic things that we all hear? Well, I mean, you hear all the simplistic things, but... I've had people even ask me, they're like, what else is new? What could you possibly get that's new? <laughs> There's over 500 species of sharks. And out of the one that's the most popular, the great white, it's been studied the world over, viewed everything. We know so little about this animal's life. We've never known where it's actually mating because we've never had actual proof. And we only suppose where it gives birth because we also don't have any proof. We've never filmed it. So it's, it's one of those things that these animals are so elusive that just centering 32 years on a few of them have been like, you know, constantly bringing up new questions that, you know, the, the amount of species that are out there, 500 species, over 500 species, and all of them have a specific function. You know, it, it, it kind of goes into like the next story, which is Alien Sharks, which is a show we did this year, and that that was all about those species of sharks, like looking outside of the regular, you know, few 20, 10, 20 species we look at and start looking at stuff that may be outside of that. And I think people will be really impressed at, you know, the amount of things they actually see. Yeah, we're speaking a couple more questions here with uh, Joe Romero for Shark Week. Alien Sharks First Contact, the third show you did, that's going to be on uh, Friday at 8 o'clock. And, yeah, you talk about 500 species, the frilled shark, the sleeper shark, the cookie cutter shark. Are these sharks that are just so deep and dark we just don't know about them? We don't see them? I put a post up today on my Facebook, which is uh, a lollipop shark. And mm. it's like, it looks like a little species that kind of falls in between a skate and everything else. All these little species have so many different varieties and so many different like flavors that, you know, they're species that live like over 400 years. There are species that have been on this planet through both world wars that are still roaming around alive. That's just amazing to me. I can't put like wrap my head around it. And when you see the story and how hard it is to get, it's just like, it makes it even, you know, sweeter, you know, like the longer the ride, the better the location, you know? Wow, you're telling me that, what do you call that, the Methuselah shark? It can live 400 years? No, the Greenland shark can live over, like, they've, they've registered at over 300 years. They suppose it can live 400 years plus. 
it. Wow. Like and no, you have to carbon to date it because that. nobody was around when it was born. No one was around. Like, you, you think like 1776, when our Constitution was signed, it's like these animals were swimming around. Wow. What did King George taste like? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Um, and the other thing, you know, what's funny about um, I love your title as underwater cinematographer, because I remember when I was a kid and Jaws came out, my little brother wanted to be an oceanographer, but he also wanted to make films and he didn't know which thing he really wanted to do. He ended up doing neither, by the way. But it's kind of a perfect combination of the oceanographer and the filmmaker as an underwater cinematographer. How cool is that? I mean, <clears throat> Saying it and like living it, I guess too, I would I wouldn't have my life any other way, and I find myself to be super lucky to be able to do it. Super fortunate to do everything we do, but there are moment, moments at like 4 a.m. when you're completely soaked and cold, and you're like it's 40 degrees, and you're trying to get through everything, and you're like this hurts. It's like that's that's the moment where the struggle comes in, and you start to realize you know you're trying to you, you give everything you got. You just got to go right to the end and give everything you got. And that part of it is, uh, it's intense. Everybody that says it, like everybody that comes to like onto the, the, the team and we have new people come in and it's like, and they start to see like how the workload is. It's like, it's an intense one. There's a lot to do and a lot throughout the year. And we're always trying to find first evers, never before seen all that stuff. Like you have to put time in. Yeah, I can only imagine you're probably already working on next year. We've been speaking with Joe Romero, underwater cinematographer for, Discovery Shark Week, which is on right now through Sunday, and there's going to be a lot of stars, not just Will Smith, as I said, you can check him out tonight, uh, but Mike Tyson, Snoop Dogg, Adam Devine, Dude Perfect, Mark Rober, Andres Holm, Blake Anderson, they'll all be on. Hey, once again, Joe, congratulations on uh, three really cool shows, and uh, I will talk next year, my man. All right, thank you very much. Happy Shark Week, man. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and we'll do, we'll stay on the water with a little sailing. Come on by. even recognize myself anymore i'm really worried about him his addiction i haven't seen him like this ever hey look i, I never wanted to start using I, I knew the drill but i was out of options i, I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop I, i'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, 
Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Thank you for that, Chris Cross Applesauce. Welcome back to the show, Rick Tittle, with you coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. As always, Tuesday in the first hour, we have our SailSportsTalk.com segment. Co-hosting this, as always, is Karen Lyle, coming from her home, not too far from where I am in the East Bay. How are you doing, Karen? Hey, Rick. I'm doing great, and I was thinking that you and I should really be in New Zealand today. Well, someone think? who is in New Zealand, as I segue, is our guest, Sean O'Halloran. Sean O'Halloran is not a Kiwi. He grew up in San Jose. Sean, welcome to the show. What's going on down under? Hey, how's it going? Um, not a lot, just uh, ramping up um, all of our training here. Um, it's been really great. We've gotten a lot of our people through... Uh, managed isolation and now we're just preparing as much as we can every day um i know the cup and all the events are still uh, a little far out but every day counts and so we're trying to get out on the water and test as much as we can so we're in a pretty good spot now well sean you know you you trained with don riley um over in the oak ridge program program for the you know, in your preparation for being on the America's Cup um, American Magic team, what was that training like, and how has that been pivotal for you in, in what you're doing today in, in New Zealand? Yeah, Oakleaf is, uh, she's always prepared it as a mini America's Cup um, training camp. Um, and like that, it's also um, a trade school, if you will, for 
uh, for sailing, professional sailing. There is no real right way or second way to um, this industry, and there's a lot of networking. Um, however, it's been great because uh, you get a lot of the sailing skills. So, um, you know, I'd sail about 3,000 miles uh, a summer there, but we'd also learn, you know, composites, uh, so build building, rigging, um, painting, logistics, um, a little bit of everything, just daily prep, which is, uh, you know, all of that goes into an America's Cup team, but to the tens. <laughs> well, you think about all the hype that's going on for the America's Cup. And if you're a sailing aficionado like Karen is, you know, we've been feeling it. But for the most part, America is a little bit dormant. You know, we're just trying to get our regular sports back. We're in the middle of a pandemic. So what's it like down in New Zealand with the hype down there? I mean, here they are. They're going to be defending the cup. What's it like? What's the buzz like? Yeah, um, everyone down in New Zealand's been uh, really welcoming, um, and everyone's really excited. Uh, sailing's been such a big part of their sport, um, and then any sport they they kind of lock into. Um, so most of the people are pretty tuned in. Um, and really excited for more and more teams to come. Uh, every day we've been out on the water, you can see it in the news. Uh, so it's it's pretty special. And I think that you know as we get more teams down here, and as people start to release uh, their boat twos, you'll see a lot a lot more um, content coming from the teams, and a lot more uh, um, hype and questions from all the people around the world, uh, just asking and seeing all the new innovations. And I guess I would be remiss as to let everyone know what your job is and what you are doing there for the America's Cup real quick, Sean. Yeah, so my job, I'm on the sailing team. Um, so I'm a grinder primarily to help make the boat uh, function and fly around as it does. Uh, and then everyone on the sailing team also has a secondary role. And mine is uh, to, uh, to service all the deck hardware. So I work with the traveler and any uh, moving um, blocks or parts. Uh, so a little part, but it's pretty important. Well, and you have some background in rigging, I guess. And so, um, you, what, what, what is this new design like for you? It's very different from what, what you worked in with rigging. Yeah. Um, well, pr primarily for me, it's, uh, obviously a step up. It's a larger boat. Um, the hydraulic capacity is, um, uh, pretty huge. You know, we have a couple, um, a couple lines on the boat, but uh, everything is powered by rams. So it's just a different way of um, working with the loads and the responsiveness. So um, we're trying to get the boat to be as efficient as possible. Um, so for my end, I just make sure that um, there's less friction in the system uh, and the the traveler car and the blocks are working. So uh, I just try to make it run as efficiently as possible, I guess. Have you ever had uh, a time when should, the traveler gets... We should gets, point um, out that you are on the ahead. Defiant. That is the name of the boat and the sailing team you are on. That is one of the two challengers from the United States, correct? Yes. <laughs> okay, just want well, to go ahead, we haven't, seen, we haven't seen Stars and Stripes yet, but we know American yep. Magic is going for this. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Sean, what... Have you ever had any times as you've been there training on the boat where something didn't go as planned, um, I'm sure, you know, and, and or perform exactly and you had to make some changes to it? Yeah. Um, 
this is a new class, so there's going to be little hurdles. And it's also a completely kind of new way of sailing. Um, you know, as a, you had the Flying Cats in the past couple of America's Cups, um, and you had uh, the Moths, which are a smaller monohull. Uh, so the loads and everything are pretty extreme on this boat. So everyone's been learning um, and kind of going, going through the motions. Uh, I would say, though, our team has stressed a lot on reliability and to get those uh, training hours on the water. So we've had a couple of little things here and there, but for the most part, we've been able to tick right along and have some um, really good four to five day or five hour training sessions um, every time we've gone out. So it's been really, really good down here so far. And when you take it out, I guess you're on Haraki Gulf. Is do those waters and the properties can they, you know, San Francisco Bay off the Farallons? How would you compare that to? Yeah, it's definitely like sailing in the bay. Um, the water, you can kind of go to different places and it'll be flatter or not. So you can go over to like, you know, Berkeley. Um, and then as you get towards just like the mouth of the bay, it gets a little more um, rough. But yeah, it's um, it's pretty good here. And you kind of get a wide variety of conditions um, with all the different islands too. So uh, it's definitely like a microclimate down here. But um, yeah, it's been great. There's tons of different air sailing areas. So we kind of just pick a new... Uh, race course. There's five race courses that they have set up for uh, the match in the product cup. So we're trying to just get as much time on the water in those different locations as possible. Is the is the design team still making adjustments to to the boat as you're training and working this out? Oh yeah, they won't uh, stop making adjustments until uh, <laughs> they're stopped um, in March. So yeah, it's always constant. I would say that. Uh, most of the big um, design changes are kind of smoothed out and figured out for uh, boat two and going forward. And now um, we're just refining as much as possible. So once we get boat two online, um, then we'll have to refine that boat um, to make it as you know perfect as possible. And uh, so there'll always be a little adjustments. And yeah, I guess the other thing, too, for people to remember, because it can get confusing because it's not like the World Cup or the Olympics. You can have people from it seems like there's always a Kiwi or an Aussie at the helm of every country. But American Magic is part of the New York Yacht Club. And yet you can have it in New Zealand right now for the race. But are there any foreigners on it? And are they changing the rules to get more nationals on each boat? Yeah, so um, that was a big thing that the uh, um, Kiwis wanted to do this this go around, um, and it's a big thing that the America's Cup has been trying to get back towards. Uh, so what they have is a nationality rule. Um, so either you have to carry um, basically a passport or be a citizen of the country um, that's competing, or you had to spend a certain amount of days in the country before. So um, we do have a couple um, foreigners on our team in different um Rolls on the sailing team, and they did spend, um, I forget the exact amount of days, but it's close to a year, I think, in the States prepping. So, And you, you were in Pensacola before that? Yeah, we were in Pensacola um, the last two winters, and then uh, Newport last summer, Newport, Rhode Island. Sean, you have culinary background. You <laughs> are you Are you doing any cooking? Um, <laughs> luckily my girlfriend's down here with me and, um, she also went to culinary school. Um, so sometimes I do make, uh, treats, but, uh, 
for the most part, we're pretty well set with our uh, our chef and nutrition team um, with the uh, with the team. All right, very interesting. We're going to take a uh, quick break here. If you have any questions when it comes to the America's Cup, remember this is the only nationally syndicated show that's going to bring you a segment like this each and every week. So, for you sailing aficionados and neophytes who are interested in getting involved, if you have a question, uh, we do have uh, Sean O'Halloran on the line for one more segment down there in New Zealand. And of course, our resident sailing expert, Karen Lyle, is always with us. And speaking of America's Cup experts, you can't keep Christopher Kane down. He is with us yet again, and he'll join us in the next segment. So we'll have four people on the line, and feel free to get in yourself at 1-800-878-PLAY. Once again, 1-800-878-7529. At salesporttalk.com, Rick Till, Karen Lyle, Sean O'Halloran, and Christopher Kane on Sports Byline. Come on back after a quick break. This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk. The annual Ida Lewis Distance Race, presented by Genoa America and scheduled for August 15th, sends sailors on an overnight coastal course that plies some of New England's most historic and scenic waters. The Ida Lewis Yacht Club, which hosts the event and sits on Lime Rock in Newport's Inner Harbor, derives its name from Miss Idawali Zareta Lewis, who in the mid-19th century famously succeeded her ill father as the Lime Rock Lighthouse Keeper. She is officially credited with saving the lives of 18 sailors over the course of her tenure, which lasted from 1860 to 1911. Visit www.ilyc.org forward slash distance race. This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk, broadcasting internationally from San Francisco. Salesport Talk partnered with Sports Byline in April 2019 and has been broadcasting ever since to 168 countries around the world. Maybe you listen to us live on the Sports Byline channel of iHeart or TuneIn Radio or on Channel 2 of CRN Talk or on Stitcher, Twitch or SportsByline.com. Or you may be listening on your radio to one of our 200 affiliate satellite stations across the U.S. Or maybe one of the 500 satellite radio stations of the Armed Forces Network around the world. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. Some of you like to tune in after the show and binge on the past episodes of Salesport Talk with Karen Lyle on iHeartRadio. It amazes me that iHeartRadio is now available across more than 250 platforms and on 2,000 devices, including smart speakers, digital audio dashes, tablets, wearables, smartphones, virtual assistants, TVs, and gaming consoles. Salesport Talk will also give you quick access to our past shows. This Salesport Talk recognition ad was brought to you by All Bay Collision. Over 60 years of experience in auto restoration and body repair for autos, buses, fleet accounts, and more. For the San Francisco Bay and Tri-City area, call 510-489-1313. All Bay Collision is a member of the ITEX Barter community, where your ITEX dollars are welcome. 
This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk. The annual Ida Lewis Distance Race, scheduled for a start off of Newport, Rhode Island on Saturday, August 15th, is one of New England's premier sailing events. The presenting partner for 2020 is Genoa America. Gold partner is Salesport Talk. Silver partners are Contender Sailcloth and Safe Harbor Newport Shipyard. Bronze partners are Gold's Wine and Spirits, Newport Construction Services, and Stella Artois. Contributing sponsors are Gosling's Rum, Mac Designs, Tony Mills Graphic Design, and Triton Insurance. All right, Titletic Sports on Sports Byline and American Forces Radio. Uh, we have one more segment for SalesportTalk.com with Karen Lyle and uh, Sean O'Halloran, who is down in New Zealand. He is part of the Defiant team trying to challenge for the America's Cup next year. Christopher Kane, our America's Cup aficionado, joins us on the line, and this is how it's going to work. I've asked my questions of Sean. So with four people in four different locations, I'm going to pull back. <laughs> I'm going to let Christopher and Karen do the questions here, and I'm going to come in at the end to tell us all when it is the end. So we'll just ping pong it back and forth between Chris and Karen. Go ahead, Chris. You'll go first. Sounds good. And, Sean, nice to uh, virtually meet you, which I guess is how we all do this now. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I'm obviously, as we all are, fascinated by these boats, and – it's not just the hull form and the foils, but it's also a new type of wing, a soft wing that replaces the hard wing that was on the catamarans that was almost like an, an airplane wing on its side. And so my question to you is, is you know, which, which was harder to adjust to, the, the hull form or the new type of wing? Oh, wow, that's a great question. Um, well, you're kind of locked into the hull form. Um, with your different boats, and you can adjust a little bit. You saw Ineos add a little skeg onto the bottom of theirs. Um, I would say the interesting thing with this um, class is that they've left open a lot for the designers to really play around with, so your appendages, your hull shape, um, the systems. But as for the new wing, um, it's really kind of opened up how you control it, how you make it, and every team has gone a completely different way. Um, we use more of a traditional boom, um, which lets us do some different adjustments. Um, Ineos and Lunarosa uh, uh, don't have a boom in theirs. Um, but then also the sales skins, uh, we work with Quantum Sales. Um, everyone else is with North. Uh, so we have a little bit of a different way of thinking than the rest of the teams. Um, but it's really interesting. And you're trying to still replicate that hard wing airplane um, style because it's the most efficient way. Um, to sail, so to get the airflow over. That, that, that's you know, when awesome you, When, when you ahead, are um, acting as a grinder on, on the boat there, and you have those forces, you can start starting getting the speed up. What is, how does that, do you kind of get a rhythm as you're grinding, you know, to adjust for the, the changes and in, in how it feels with your body going at those speeds? Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, I guess it's kind of now that we've been doing it for a while, um, it's kind of as is, and we've learned how to adapt to it. 
Um, our second boat's different than our first boat from lessons learned, um, both arrow and um, just mechanically how we operate the boat. Uh, I, I would think the hardest part is kind of the G-forces getting slammed around. Um, but it's, you know, it, it is what it is. And as sailors, you always adapt to the boat, the, the conditions. So, you know, we just kind of learned. Yeah, I know that the, the grinders obviously are, are in essence the engines of the boat. And for most people, when they think about sailing and maybe even the American stuff, they don't they don't realize the amount of uh, energy that the grinders need to deploy. And I know you had a an interesting road to become one of the grinders. And the first time you tried out, you didn't quite match up with the numbers. Just just kind of walk us through how you you reset yourself and how you went after that challenge as an athlete. Yeah, so uh, we had a, a like a mini trial. Um, we had Terry, Andrew Campbell, a few other people at Oak Cliff. Um, and I was just trying to set myself up to be, you know, as successful as possible. Um, so we did a little trial there. Um, I ended up coming onto the team as part of the short crew. I was a, um, a chase boat driver and then just generally prepping the boat. Uh, and while I was down in Pensacola, I went to the gym before, before work early in the morning, so 6 a.m. And then when we get back from uh from work back where we were staying i would get on the grinding machine for you know 45 minutes an hour or, or more um to keep training that way and just kind of kept doing that through pensacola and you know my numbers slightly ticked up and when i got when we went to newport um i did a full full trial again and met the numbers i needed to to get onto the team so and from there i was part of the sailing team did the workouts in the morning um and just kind of adjusted that way while keeping all the other responsible <laughs> responsibilities that I was hired for um, with the team. And I know that that meeting happened. You didn't know that you were on the team yet when you went in to talk to them. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great surprise. Um, I, I got one more question, and I'll let Karen finish up. And, you know, as, as someone who's been on a lot of race boats, and you mentioned the amount of force that is in these boats. And in a traditional monohull, when the boat starts to get overloaded, you, you can feel that in how the boat heals over. You can feel it when the weather helm, the rudder, becomes hard to move. And, and the boat can give you indications that things are starting to wind up in a bad place. And I watch these boats just staying flat. And my, feeling, my question to you is, is, what kind of feedback do you get on these boats to kind of help you manage these loads, just in terms of how do you know when things are starting to get overloaded? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so for the grinders, we're pretty much heads down. Um, we do have a lot of adjustments that we can make um, ourselves as we're um, pumping the oil through the boat. Uh, for us, we can feel the boat kind of, it'll get unstable or, you know, we'll feel a little dip and we know we need to put out a little more. Um, and then obviously with maneuvers, it's just red line the whole time. Uh, but we do have um, Paul Goodison, who's uh, been a multiple world champion in the moth. Um, so he's you know, he's pretty keen on uh, how everything's trimmed. But they also spend a lot of time in the simulator, um, our flight controller, wing trimmer, and um, helms person. So they kind of know how the boat should um, react. And then if anything starts to happen, um, they know. So, you know, a gr great session would be four or five hours on the water. Um, but these guys are also putting in a lot of time on the simulator just to kind of get that feel um, of the boat and what will happen and what the reactions you need to do. So. 
Walk us through a day in your training, uh, you know, or, or even a week, because I know you're putting in, like, what, 10 or 14-hour days now? Yeah. Um, so right now it's winter down in New Zealand, so um, we're kind of limited on the daylight. Um, and then as we get closer to, you know, racing, we'll kind of shift our schedule a little bit. Um, but right now, usually we'll get to the gym around 6.30, um, do mobility, do a lift or a grind. Um, we'll go to the base and we'll have um, breakfast. We'll get the boat out, um, put the mast in, put it in the water, um, usually dock off later in the morning, 10 to you know noon or whatever it is, depending on the weather, um, tow out or sail out um, to the racing areas. Uh, we'll go through a testing schedule. So anything that the designers want to check off, um, you know, f- from whatever they want. Um, and then we'll do some race laps, just kind of get in tune and as a racing team develop. Um, and then we'll come back in. Uh, same thing in reverse. We'll take the sails down, um, take the mat or take the boat out of the water, mast out. Um, the shore team will take over the boat. We'll go through uh, everything on the boat, make sure that, you know, nothing, there's no breakages. Um, or if we need to make adjustments, we can do that in the shed. And then we'll take the, uh, the team and do a debrief um, capture list of the day. And then from there, we'll have all the information from the cameras and the audio and we'll debrief as, as needed in departments um, to go out the next day and be as productive as possible. And then we'll do another training session <laughs> usually after, depending on how stressful the day was. Christopher, you're welcome to ask a question if you'd like. Oh, I, I guess uh, my final question is just sort of a a general question. You may not even have the answer, which is we haven't seen two of these boats in close quarters battle and just project forward to uh, January. And, and how do you see that first pre-start? Because that's always when you first see what's going to really happen with these new classes. So, so walk us through what you think the first pre-start looks like. Yeah, we'll we'll have um, the Christmas Cup in December um, and how they'll they'll run that. But yeah, I mean it's going to be we're supposed to have the two regattas, um, one in Portsmouth and one in Cagliari. Um, but so it'll be the first time the first time the boats go in anger will be um, pretty close to the match and pretty close to final configuration. So um, you know we're just prepping every day as as it was a race day. So. Um, Hopefully, when we get to that point, it'll just be another day for us, and there'll just happen to be another boat coming in from the other side. So we kind of have a far <laughs> plan, well, just as possible, and then, um, you know, knock on wood, we have faster boats. So. When you went from being part of the um, the program with Don Riley to going into the America's Cup team, you probably anticipated that things would be a certain way. Was there anything that stands out in your mind that really surprised you? You know, just something you just didn't expect. Yeah, you get that question a lot. Um, I guess, you know, Oak Cliff did such a great job of preparing me. Um, you know, we were always uh, too many jobs and not enough people, uh, which was great because it created a lot of opportunity for us to learn. Uh, here, you know, in the work less never stop. Um, and you can do way more than you have time for. Uh, so I guess the one thing is just, you know, the level just stepped up another, another notch 
and everything needs to be as perfect as possible and anticipation um, as anticipating as you can. Um, I would just say that it always surprises me in, or in the sailing industry how smart and how creative and how clever um, all the people that are involved are. Um, so it's been really cool to, um, to learn and see from all these people, people that have created their whole entire careers through the cup, you know, last 20, 30 years. So um, it's just been really interesting to learn and to, you know, be a part of this and the development. All right, that's Sean O'Halloran down there in New Zealand. Uh, for uh, We will be rooting for him to go up against the uh, holders, of course, with the uh, New Zealand, with the America's Cup next year. He's on the Defiant out of the New York Yacht Club. Sean, uh, thank you so much for your time, and best of luck down there. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Great to that's talk to you. I appreciate the, appreciate the 4.30 in the morning call, because that's what it is for, for Sean. Back to back. All right, and uh, we just have about a minute left. Um, Christopher, any parting thoughts about uh, talking to a real-life guy who's on this uh, these ships you love? Yeah, it, it makes December seem a really long ways away because mm -hmm. I'm really excited to see these these boats in action. All right, Christopher Kane, thanks for your time again, my man. Absolutely. Thanks, Rick. And uh, Karen, um, when are you getting out on the bay, kid? Well, I was just, I've been going out. I've actually been taking people out. We've been, fig we've figured out social distancing. We can have two guests. And so, um, over the time, over the last several years, my boat partner and I figured we've had 60 people on our, 60 sailors on our boats, you know, at different times. We can only do it now two at a time. It used to be we could have eight. <laughs> so, so All right. you know, mas masks and socially distanced on the boat, you know. <laughs> All righty. Well, we want to remind everybody, Karen's website, once again, salesporttalk.com. Thanks, Karen. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. We'll talk to you then, Rick. Looking forward to it. All right. I'm Rick Tittle, and um, we're going to get off the water. we got another two hours to go, and uh, we'll wrap up hour two on the other side. So come on back after a quick break on Sports Byline USA. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now.
Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right, a couple minutes left in hour number one of three. We got Judy Gold and Bruce Marshall, Jim Hawk uh, coming up in the next two hours. Uh, real quick, when it comes to um, you know making money as a pro, getting drafted, signing your contract is so exciting. And you look at the number one overall pick in the NFL, Joe Burrow, Heisman winner, national champ. LSU seems like a great kid. In three seconds, he went from a guy living with his parents to a guy who signed a four-year $36.2 million contract that included a $23.9 million signing bonus. Why do I bring it up? Well, a lot of NFL players or any players who make that type of money in any sport would go out and make huge purchases. Joe Burrow said on Bengals.com, quote, I don't plan on spending any contract money. I'm just going to live off the marketing money and let that money accrue inside my bank account. That's very smart. Now, you might remember Marshawn Lynch and Rob Gronkowski. They both said that they were never going to uh, spend their contract money. They were just going to live off the endorsement money, and they probably could. But for Burrow, you say you're going to live off your endorsement money. Well, what's that? Oh, uh, let's see. Fanatics, Nike, Bose, Lowe's. Buffalo Wild Wings, Nerf, <laughs> yes, 
Nerf. He talked to Peyton Manning. He talked to a lot of financial advisors. He will not be spending any of his contract money. This kid is too good. I hope he stays healthy because not only is he a at least one fantastic uh, all-time great season. He seems like he's pretty wise as well. He'll have plenty of money to live off of with those sponsors. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back for another two hours.